ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spirit and Steinberg Podcast. Right here with Spears. How y'all feel out there? Ben Butler here. Good evening. Bartholomew Carrington III. Ten dollars a lot of money. Yeah. What time is it? Game time. Bug Space. Kick it. Happy holidays, guys. Tomorrow will be Thanksgiving. You are obviously... Gobble, gobble, gobble. I didn't expect that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you will obviously be listening to this today, Wednesday, but tomorrow will be Turkey Day. Um, that gobble will be dead that you just heard. Yes. Hopefully, yeah, it'll be dead because it'll be in the oven. Um, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, actually, I got... Uh, I found out about this place in Jersey called Hinks Farms, mm-hmm. and uh, they sell out of these turkeys. They they do the turkeys. They 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 cook them for you. Mm-hmm. And I just ordered uh, that in a prime rib, and we're gonna go over to the, her uh, Tara's parents' house. Right, they live in uh, Tom's River. We're gonna go over there, and they they're bringing the rest of the food. And her brother, and, um, uh, my kind of niece. Yeah. If I ever, you know, when we get married, it'll be my niece. Yeah. It's kind of my my niece in process. She'll yes. be there. And uh, that's what we're doing. And my kids, my boys are uh, going to go see their mom for Thanksgiving back in Phoenix. And then they're uh, uh, going to go out and have some fun with their friends later on. That day. So you are, so you just kicking back and you're being served. Are you cooking? You're not cooking. Right? No, no, it, it's, it's, it's not, you pick it up, you bring it to the house, but it's cooked. It's a fully cooked turkey and it's supposed to be this oh. great. It's a, it's a farm that they raise the turkeys on. So, but how about the other stuff, the sides, the mac and cheese? They the, have they have some of the sides, and then the family's preparing the other sides that we didn't get. I think we got mashed oh. potatoes and uh, some and, and, and like cranberry sauce that came with it. Dude, I miss being cooked for and having the home smell like all the fixings, the, the mac and cheese, the dressing, the fucking uh, stuffing, all that shit, the green beans, yams, um... I'm going on my second Thanksgiving of nothingness. Dude, listen, I'm, I'm going to get a little, maybe it's too deep for a holiday question, but you, you've said on this podcast yeah. that, you, you know, that you're not against paying for pussy, right? Yes. Can't you buy a pussy that cooks dinner at the house and feeds you? That, dude, you know, this is why I like you, man. <laughs> it's like your Jewisms kick in. At all the right times. Like, I'd never entertain the idea of paid for pussy slash paid for holiday tradition. Uh, but the problem is, I, I, you know, I'll fuck her before she cooks and then I want her to leave. <laughs> so I'll never get to eat. To have her have her pick it, have her make it. Well, then it doesn't have the smells. Yeah. Yeah. She, you know what she should do? She should come before, like when you're not home, she should put everything in the oven. When I'm not home. Yeah. No, you, nigga. Uh, no, you should get robbed. <laughs> you can't have one of your boys let her in? Nah, nigga. All right. Because they'll fuck her. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, so the whole thing's a bad idea. Listen, I just have to, you know, I, I just have to continue to be patient and hope that between now and this time next year, 
one of my situations resolves itself and I can go back to heaven. Listen, I am in this. I am not. This is not a pity party. I am in this bed because I made it. You know, I done fucked around and made some choices that have me doing in this position. I just now am hoping to rectify it so that by this time next year, um, all is festive and all is right. Are you going to... Uh, okay, let's say next year everything's festive. So Thanksgiving? Yes. At the house? At the house. Big big deal or just small? I'd like it to be a big deal because, again, the older I get, the more I'm starting to cherish more things that I should have been cherishing a long time ago, like family and the sanctity of togetherness and uh, monogamy. And So does that lead into Christmas, a big Christmas? Well, Christmas has never been a big deal for me. It, it's, it's a big deal for me for the kids. I like I, What I get out of it is seeing their happiness and the tree and what it does for them and the gifts and toys and lights and trinkets. It's not really for me. I just like the festivity of it. I'm getting a tree this year. Are you really? Yeah, because I've always watched those movies. And ever since I was a little kid wanting to live in New York, always wanted to live in New York. Right. And I'm not even really in New York. I'm across the water, still in Hoboken, which is fine. And I like it because I got a great view of the city. Right. But I've always saw those movies and from the old time movies, even to today movies where you see the, the tree lots, the, the small lots. Right. You, you see the guy it's snowing and they, yeah. they get, get a tree and they drag it home. Yeah. That's what I want. I just want to go to one of the lots. Yeah, I want man. to bring a tree Listen, home. I, it's not. It's not about religion. It's just about the spirit yes, of the holiday. Yes, I get it. Listen, man. I I always said as much vulgarity as I spew uh, and brashness when it comes to women and certain things. I'm really a cornball and a romantic at heart. There's certain little things that I do uh, hold sacred, and that would be all moments. Um, and, you know, obviously those only come twice a year. So for the rest of the fucking year, I'm a fucking hellraiser. So that, that's the problem. You need to find more holidays. You got to put more holidays. You no, got to insert more no. holidays. To Look, this is enough holidays. I just want to make them count when they come. Okay. So. Um, so happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, all of that to say happy Thanksgiving, everyone. What kind of turkey is it? Because, I, you know, I, I, there's always this traditional but uh, I've never had fried turkey. Uh, no, it's not fried. It's uh, I think it's it might be smoked or roasted. I don't know. You're I talking I, about yours. Yeah, mine. But people do fry turkeys. Yeah, yeah, you can fry turkeys. You you see all those videos every year where people fucking burn down their house and shit because they right. throw that turkey in, in into a uh, pot. Yeah, pot. with too much oil in it, and then the the cold from the turkey and it makes it boil over and bakes. Oh little, wow! I, I it's 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 sad because you know it's the holidays and you know now they don't have a garage. <laughs> and possibly some fingers. <laughs> but on the other hand, it's fucking funny when you watch it. Have you ever had fried turkey? Yeah, I've had fried turkey. Is it good? Yeah. Is it basically like just one big fried chicken? Like the skin is crispy? Yeah. But then the meat is tender? And- uh, yeah, but I prefer smoked turkey. Like when it's cooked really slow and gets that smoke that smoke right. flavor. That's my favorite turkey. But listen, I think that this, uh, this thing's fine. I think it's just roasted. But I don't care. I didn't even care. I just wanted someone to do it. And I wanted someone to do it well. And these guys sell out every year and i put it on my calendar mm. and on my and on my phone so my phone reminded me hey call them because they'll sell out and they were sold out in just a couple days um before my family left me or i kicked them out um we stopped doing traditional turkey because listen man traditional turkey is the one you just put in the oven you pull the bag out of its hole 
and stuff it. If you don't do it right, it can be disastrous. Yeah, it can be Super terrible. tough. So what we did was uh, one of my baby's mothers discovered uh, Butterball has a boneless turkey breast. And it's just a nice yeah. regular size piece of, and it comes with a net over it. And you just put that thing in the oven. And when it's done, cut the net off. I'm talking the most tender, juiciest meat. And ever since then, I refuse to do traditional turkey. But do you, okay, so you, you're you okay with just the white meat? You don't like any of the dark meat in the turkey? You don't like any of the thigh meat? Yeah. No, that dark nigga meat. <laughs> I want that pure white meat. <laughs> that Anglo-Saxon good meat. Do you think the, the the original pilgrims just threw away all the dark meat and would only eat the white meat? No, they probably ate whatever them Indians served. Because <laughs> uh, back in Europe in them cave days, they was used to eating uh, monkey dew and all kind of fucked up shit. So they, they, ate, they ate good for the first time. And they enjoyed it. Amongst the Indians. Um, ham? You do ham? Nah. No? Uh, her, her parents might want to have a ham or they might pick up a spiral cut hams. Some people do, uh, what is it? Uh, goose. You ever had yeah. goose? Yeah. You like it? Um, no, I'm not. I've, a, a duck I've had. It's, duck is better. Yeah, I've had yet, I've had yet to have duck or goose. The meat is thinner, right? Like, like. It, it, it's oilier. It has a, mm. it has a heavier fat content. That it, means it's more tender. It should be. Right. If it's cooked right. Right. But, and that's what I kind of miss. This is where I wish you had your, your, your Madden. You, you, so you could, I, I miss him every year on Thanksgiving. He would show the traducan. What is that? A traducan? It's a chicken and duck and then uh, a turkey. But you put the you put the chicken in the in the duck and then the duck in the turkey and then you cook it all at the same time. So it's one thing inside of another. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's the traducan. That was that was that's Mad what Madden ate. Matt Madden would talk about it every. He just said. His, you know, they, they, hey, folks, God, Madden, put the traducan. Yeah, that was pretty good, right there, for it off the cuff. That was good. That, that, yeah, and then he would, he would, they would make it, you know. And he would always, I think he was. Uh, remember, he would only take buses. He wouldn't fly, right? So they would have it being made in in there. Wow, so, um, the traditional traducan. I always wanted one of those. So when my mother would make Thanksgiving, it was always turkey, and a lot. I think a lot of black people do this ham with the pineapples and the cherries yeah all over it held together with a toothpick yeah so we'd have the ham we'd have the turkey stuffing with that's with, why people shit too by the way okay uh stuffing with uh uh gravy um collard greens that's not why people shit no south the southern yes the southerns yes uh uh uh, uh what do you call it uh fuck fuck um mac and cheese of course uh, and cranberry sauce and uh, cornbread. Okay, which cranberry sauce? The one you make homemade with the cranberries and then some I, you know, I could do the, either one, but I like that can. I like the can too. That fucking can, dude. You know, I guarantee you right Ugh. now, and, and Tara, we both, we keep a can in the refrigerator right. at all times because you never know when you just might want to. Like, I've, sometimes I've had like, uh, we went out and we had like some turkey and then right. I just... Uh, uh, warmed it up the next day to make a sandwich and I put cranberry. I just opened up oh, the can put the cranberry dude. sauce in it. What I don't like about the berries is sometimes you eat it and you feel that one piece. It gets stuck? The, that, not the, you know what I'm talking about? It's like a oh, stick, yeah, yeah, not yeah, a yeah. stick. Yeah, but, yeah, but it came off of it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's it. I don't like that shit. But uh, in terms of your, whether it's mashed potatoes or stuffing, you put gravy on it? Yeah. White or brown? 
Usually brown. Oh, good boy. Yeah. White gravy is ugh. It's it's heavy and it's it doesn't have it, just, a, it, it, it doesn't have flavor. that yes that dark brown gravy. I don't know if the word is smoky, but it's got that 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 something to it that just tastes better on the palate. I, I it's too creamy. The other one that the the white, white gravy, gravy tastes like uh, albino cum. <laughs> <laughs> you and your albino thing. You man, you you have this. Have you ever had an albino woman that you? No, I, I just. What would that turn you off? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are two type of women I won't fuck: uh, albino and um, limbs. Motherfuckers with missing pieces. They have to have all the pieces. Stumps. I can't do stumps, nigga. You that might be able to get out. in there easy though. You get it. Fuck that, nigga. I'd rather struggle with a virgin. <laughs> and happy Thanksgiving, everyone! Yeah, yeah. put that on a Hallmark card. <laughs> Whether it's albino or missing limbs, I'd rather struggle with a virgin. Happy holidays! Uh, All right, <laughs> all right. Let's dig into this. So we were apart for the one day you were in Nyack doing in a gig, yep. and I was in Miami. We both had one nighters. One nighters. Uh, we both had disastrous nights. Uh, you want to go first? <laughs> I'm okay. I'll go first because I'm going to say it wasn't disastrous. It was just, uh, it was a small disaster. Okay. Is what, I, you know, I don't know a lot of people in New York in the first place and in West Nyack, which is, you know, it's not upstate, but it's north of the city. Yeah. And it's about an hour drive after work, hour and a half. And not going to pull a lot of people. I expected, I wanted 50. That's all I wanted. That was my goal, 50 people. Right. And I got 25. Right. Uh, and that's because my feature brought two people. <laughs> so really, you had 23. <laughs> yeah, 23. And that's because Tara brought her parents. So I had 20. Wow. I had 20 tickets sold. Um, dude, it, you know, it's, I would like more there. I, I'm not going to complain about the 20 I had. As, as I, I put out a post, I said, I would like to have seen more faces, but I love the ones that I saw. Right. You know, because I appreciate them coming out and supporting. Uh, and it was a fun show. We had a, a big group of teachers. But the, the problem for me and the reason I said to you was you know, I felt disastrous in, in, in some aspects. I, uh, like the, the club was cool. Everybody was great. Uh, the people that came out were great. But they were so, a small amount of people, but very diverse. So they never laughed at the same jokes. So I never felt mm. like I had the whole room at right. one time. And, and that was... Uh, it was painful. That was it was painful, and I. I, I but I, I kind of got a lot of joy from watching uh, the guy, the people on the show. Uh, I brought out a, f a friend of mine from uh, from Arizona named uh, uh, Kirsten Alberts, and she uh, she hosted, and uh, she's very awkward. She's the most awkward person right. I know. And then I, I didn't know really anybody to get to feature that would drive up there or come up there. So uh, I do know uh, I, I I know someone from. Um, I've met him throughout the years. His name is Chris Milhouse. Funny guy. And uh, he came up. And it was just fun to watch everybody struggle, including myself, but knowing that we were all in this together. And it felt... Well, well see, at least with your thing, you were all in it together. Yeah. But go ahead. And it just felt very, you know, comedy-centric where we're all battling together for an outcome. See, yeah. I would have taken that. Yeah. Um, you know, I did this crypto conference thing. And if you re recall, I think me and Andy told you guys, when we were in West Palm, uh, Rodney Burton, who was uh, big in crypto, uh, came out to my show because I was scheduled to be the performance clown 
uh, for his event in Miami. And this motherfucker got paper. I like how you worded it, though. Performance clown. Yes. So much so that when Andy and I did our last show on Sunday, we still had a nice amount of merch in terms of T-shirts. Yeah. And this motherfucker bought everything. And again, when he said, yo, give me boom, boom, boom. We thought he meant one of each. This nigga bought the whole fucking table. And then we proceeded to hang out with him at Copper Blue where he had bottles of champagne, wanted to buy me a bottle of tequila. This nigga got money. Anyway, so this event comes up in Miami uh, at the Lowe's Hotel right on the heart of Miami Beach. I've been there one time before I remember. Place is expensive. It's right on the heart of Miami Beach. And I remember as I was checking in, I'm going to myself. Now, usually when they check you in, even when the room and tax is taken care of, they ask you to put down a certain amount of money or your credit card for incidentals. In my head, I'm going, because of where this hotel is, because it's the lows, I bet you they asked me for like $500, which in my mind is crazy. I was off by $100. They said for the one night, $600 hold on your card. I said, ma'am, that's ridiculous. She said, or you could do $150. But with $150, you can't get room service. You got to go down to the restaurant, get it, and pick it up and bring it back to your room. But for $600, they'll bring it to you. But what 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 is the $150 covered then? Like what? That's what I was thinking. And I was like, even if it was for the room service, I'm here one night. Unless I order breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I should need $150 worth of food. But then again, I thought to myself, this is the Lowe's. This is Miami Beach. I bet you anything short of, hey, for breakfast, let me get a couple apple slices and a water. That's 50 bucks. <laughs> so if you go full out breakfast, you won't even make lunch before you almost run, it out, of, run out of that 150 so I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. I, I did the 150. I knew that uh, when I checked out, they would put it back on my card in the two to three business days, which also pisses me off. Why can't you give it back to me the day I check out? If I didn't get shit, why you can't give me my money back immediately? But fuck it. It is what it is. I'm more worried about the performance. Now, this dude who got me the gig named Jimmy Marr out of New York, Puerto Rican black nigga. Jimmy is real New York, you know. A beloved, a king, a my king, God, you know. Jimmy, cool motherfucker. He kept telling me the whole fucking day, man, you're going to rock this shit. You're going to kill this shit. Nigga, they're going to love you. And I kept saying to him over and over, Jimmy, are you sure you told these motherfuckers who I am? Are you sure you told them what I do? Because I've been doing this 31 years. This is a corporate gig. Let's call it what it is. Corporate gigs play the same way every time. Anything anything controversial, anything edgy, raw, these niggas lock up like buttholes with a bad case of diarrhea, nigga. I know what's going to happen. Soon enough, I look at the manual and I see who's, you know, and this is a, 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 a weekend event from Thursday through Sunday. Now I'm only there to perform the Thursday. But then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they got Fat Joe coming, Rick Ross, uh, Sh uh, Marlon, Sh uh, Marlon Wayans, Draymond John. I mean, these are motherfuckers. Elena Cardone, you know who Grant Cardone is? Yeah. His wife. These are, to, to, first there's a dinner at seven, right? They got ice sculptures. They got turkey cart. $10,000 a plate attendance. Oh, boy. So they got all these big money wigs coming. 
And then I look on the fucking thing and I see Tiffany Haddish. Now, I have not seen Tiffany since before she blew up. We've talked, we've texted. Y'all heard on a podcast, remember when I said, has the money gotten to her? Because she didn't want to repost my shit. She was like, you know, it's about, let me see for the brand. So the talent coordinator, I said to her, oh, Tiffany's going to be here. I think one of my first jokes will be, hey, ladies and gentlemen, Tiffany has had it. Tiffany Hatch is here. Last time I saw Tiffany, she knew how to act. So the, the lady laughed. I go, okay, whatever. So cut to, it's, they're seating people for the dinner. I'm pacing back and forth. I'm in the banquet room. I'm looking, here comes Tiffany. So I'll go over to say hello. Tiffany sees me. We make eye contact. And it's almost as though she knew. Like, oh boy, this nigga, uh, yeah, I gotta say. She sucked it up and I, I could just feel the energy. She walked towards me. And I said, hey, baby, how you doing? She said, hey, Aries. And uh, I said, good to see you. And the talent coordinator jumps in. Nah, nigga, tell her, what, tell her, say to her what you told me you was going to say. <laughs> and I'm like, sweetie, this is comedy. Timing is everything. This is not the timing, you know? So chill. Um, so then we're getting ready to bring me on. And, 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 and first of all, Rodney comes in. And Rodney, look, Rodney's a hood nigga who's got money. And... This is how you know he's a hood nigga, even though he got money. This nigga had on a blue sequence trench coat. Uh, you know what sequence is? This little shiny crystals? The shiny crystals. Yeah. The whole coat is sequence, nigga. I mean, this nigga looks like a human diamond when he's walking. So he comes in, fedora and shit, and they all sit down. And now he's going to, uh, Rodney's bringing me up. He's getting ready to bring me up, and I'm in the back. I'm just, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna call. It's gonna be all right. I'm pacing. I'm getting ready. I can see you. You're doing yeah, this thing. Jimmy Marr positions himself, and this is what I loved about Jimmy. Jimmy's also a comic, a street nigga out of New York. He positions himself right near the stage, and he says to me one more time, "Nigga, you gonna rock this?" I said, "Jimmy, I, I love your optimism, but nigga, I'm telling you, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I know how this is going to play out." This is going to be disastrous. So, boom, they bring me out. And I mean, the Titanic hit the iceberg, nigga. It's going down. Everything I said, these niggas, is, the crowd is looking at each other in faces of, oh, my God, <laughs> did he just say that? Are we going to laugh at this? And just like you said, even though the room was 300 people, it felt like 23 <laughs> because the laughs were in small pockets spread throughout. And the hardcore niggas that even though they got money are still who they are was dying. But it was that weird quiet where you could hear the niggas dying so loudly because everybody else was so quiet. And at one point I said, hey, you bougie niggas can do this shit if you want to. The check cleared. I said, I know this shit funny. Fuck y'all. Uh, so I kept rolling. Now, here's Jimmy doing what comics should do for each other. Like, I always used to say this uh, when me and Andy would go to clubs and maybe the audience sucks, but then Andy or me might sit down as close as possible to the stage. We like strippers who support each other when nobody's tipping. We, I'm throwing my money that I made as a stripper at you. Go on, girl. Shake that ass. Twerk that booty. This is money that I made twerking my ass that I'm now throwing to you. 
So Jimmy's back there. Say that shit, Aries. Do that shit, Aries. Give it to him. So it is what it is. Now, here's what bothers me. Tiffany's sitting with Rodney. And the way she's looking at me, joke for joke, I felt like she was judging me. She had this weird look on her face. Jokes that were, I knew that were really funny, she would <laughs> chuckle. And I'm sitting here going, sweetie, I know you big now. You're a multimillionaire. You're a movie star. But bitch, don't forget, you do this. You should be right with Jimmy. And you know me. We, we, go, we go back. Why aren't you with Jimmy in front of these bougie niggas going, do that shit, Aries. Go, boo-boo. Instead, you sitting there in the $10,000 plate section like, with these weird chuckles and looks at me like you're pulling for me, but you're judging me. And it'd be different if she was a different type. Tiffany is one of the harshest, rawest, nastiest comedians. Talk about getting a pussy licked and her ass ate and blowjobs. Word, bitch. Word. Jimmy giving me more love than you. Ain't we do this, bitch. And you know me. You leaving me out to drown like this. But I got through it. It was over. And here's the turning point. There was two Asian couples, rich Asian couples. Crazy sit, rich Asians. Crazy rich Asians. Uh, sitting off to my right. The one Asian chick, she really was Asian to the point where she barely spoke English. But her but Asian husband spoke fluent English. So, of course, I did the joke where I asked him, hey, man, you ever been eating your wife pussy and you fall, find a small slip of white paper in it with a message written on it? All the niggas in the room at that point couldn't hold it. They all died at that when I said, that's that fortune cookie nookie. Uh, and I said, yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> now y'all want to do this? But I'm already sinking, so let's sink together. And then, of course, when it was over, what do you think happened? Oh, you killed it. Oh, they all told me I killed, killed it. it. Yeah. They all loved me, but y'all in your bougie asses couldn't give me that love when I was up there. That's why I'm telling you, man, corporate gigs pay you a lot to sell your soul. Were the lights up, though? Could everybody see each other? Yes. That's the problem. That's the problem. That's why when I go to when we go to clubs and, and some of those places leave the lights on too high, I know it's going to be a problem because they they want to laugh. But they can be seen laughing and they're not sure if they're, if they're supposed to laugh at this. I'm not really sure if the lights being down would have made a difference. I, it might not have, but I, I, I always feel that when the lights are brighter, people are more judgmental because you can see other people's eyes. Right. And you, you don't need to see other people. You need to, it's, it's, laughter is, is an individual experience. And you listen, I posed this story to someone and they said, Aries, and they kind of alluded to what I think you alluded to a little bit. Yo, Tiffany's in a different position now. She's the brand. She's got to yeah. protect the brand. And, you know, look, you might be right because I'm not in that position where I have to go, uh-oh, the brand. But I would like to think and hope to God, and I pray to God, if God really does exist, this is one of my true wishes. Let me get to where I want to get to without having to change who I am. I want to be that nigga then that I am now, which is everybody can go, yo, this is a cool, down-to-earth, approachable motherfucker. And he doesn't come off Hollywood at all, even though he's the biggest star on the block. This nigga's so relatable. Uh, but don't... See, I'm not, I'm not at this point in the business that you are. 
in in the business though, and from what I understand, don't you isn't there some feeling that they granted you this position? As opposed to me earning it? You earn it, but they 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 have allowed you to achieve it because they've you're in these moves. I've been anointed. Anointed. And if they can anoint you, they can they can pull that out from underneath you as well. Yeah, but 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 the thing is, once you get to a point where listen, this is not a charity benefit. This is not a charity thing. If you've gotten yourself to the position where you're bringing them that kind of money, they're going to anoint you. Or find someone else that they can anoint that can bring them that kind of money as well. Good luck. That's a hard thing to do. I, I know, but name the Many guy. have tried, but yeah. most fail. Then name the guy. Name the guy that's done it. Kevin Hart. But is Kevin... Kevin Hart fits the... Uh, He's the safest thing on the planet. He fits the brand already. He came... Dave Chappelle. I, I put it like that. Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle. But look... He he ain't changed a fucking thing. Where's his movies? Okay, I hear you, but his where he lacks in movies, what, he makes up where, for where's in stand-up. His, where's his endorsements? 60 million. But where's his endorsements? Okay, 60 million, I'm, though. I'm just saying. I, I, I hear you, I but 60 million, it. though. And, and from one group, one one group that's standing up for uh, All right. I'm, no, I'm not denying that you're right to and want listen, what you're saying. And to have that... I'll take that. Yeah. Fuck the endorsements. I don't want to say fuck a movie career, but maybe fuck that too. If I can get the 60 million and stay me, well, then maybe then fuck it then. But that's all I'm saying. I, I, I'm just asking who's who's done it. Yay, yeah, man. You were right. It's, 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 you know, Patrice once said, he was like, you know, there's nowhere in this business is there a lone gunman. Yeah, I did it my way. He said, no, there's no lone, lone gunman. And, and he said, motherfuckers that have integrity are stupid. And he was starting to talk about himself. This idea of, I have integrity, so I'm not going to let them. I'm going to do it my way. Most fail. And that's a, that's, an, that's a for sure death recipe. I mean, my, my ultimate hero in this business, Richard Pryor. Four shows, dude, on TV. Yeah, but Richard was the biggest comedian of all time. And he made his money with specials yeah, but and he, some movies that even though they weren't big, he was a bona fide star. But I'm just saying, they gave him a deal, NBC. Yeah. He got four shows, and they want, they were trying to get him off the air at one. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm not saying it's not possible. It is possible. I just don't know how someone does it because I haven't seen it. You saw it, Dave Chappelle. But Dave, and, and, and when you mention the movie thing, again, is Dave a movie star? Can he act? Yeah, he, Some of that might be on him. No, he, he was great in... Um, uh, I know the movie with Bert, with Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Talking about. And he didn't play Dave. But he also didn't have to carry it. No. But where's that Where's that part? Where, where's that career? I hear you. I, it's I, it's I, a I'm, weird... I, this is a very interesting business. And... Uh, I do think that there is people that control the industry. There, there is. There, there. I, I, they control moments of the industry. Let's yeah, I, I just, I, you know, again, maybe this is what Patrice was talking about. This is where I might fall into stupid. I still believe that if you, you can, for the lack of better words, force their hand if you bring in the right kind of revenue. But the, the, the catch twenty two to that is. You don't know if you can, you can, you don't, you can't bring in the revenue unless they give you the opportunity. opportunity. And 
So that's the tricky part to get the opportunity to prove you can bring in the revenue. And there's someone who might make them a few million dollars less, but fits their brand and they can find that person. Yes. Control that person. Well, maybe not even so much. Play nice, nigga. Yeah. Play nice. They need to know that you're going to play. play. Right. You're not a rebel rouser. You're not going to cause a problem. Right. As Dave talks about that when, yeah. when, he, when uh, you know, he, I love when Dave said on, I think it was the bird's eye revelation, the, the one in the, the belly room when he goes, man, motherfuckers come up to me and go, man, you my hero. Fuck being your hero. Nigga, I want to be rich. Yeah. But, and heroes don't often die rich. They yeah. die poor. Well, and then he talks about, you know, when he left, when he, you know, he left, you know, they had to make him crazy. He was on drugs. They right. named all the things that he, that he, that they wanted him to be to make it make sense for the world. Right. Yeah, listen, we hugged. I wished her the best. I kissed her on the cheek. I knew I had every opportunity at that moment to go, Tiff, can you do the podcast? But I didn't do it because A, I think she would have lied to me and said sure and told me what I wanted to hear and then made me play the chase game, which I'm not going to do. Which is part of that game anyway. Yep. That you don't uh, believe in. Well, if, you, if you're 100% legit, you don't make me play the chase game. A la Ice T, a la Paul, Redre- Paul Rodriguez, a la Russell Peters. There's some people that don't play those games. They're genuine. Yeah. So, uh, but other than Ice T, well, no, let me not say that because, you know, Russell Peters is in four, is a rich motherfucker. Yeah. And Russell was a little harder to nail down because he had some travel things. Yeah, but well. that's just natural. That comes, yeah. you know. But so, but sometimes. That gets in the way sometimes. I'm not, I'm just saying you want. I could just listen if I felt at all. I, I'm a pretty good reader of the moment and of people, and if I would have felt like it was real for real with me and Tiff at that moment, I would have asked her. But I didn't get that sense. You know, I think I'm going to have a different way of saying this. The way I feel <clears throat> about this, and you in this, you. First of all, the difference between you and Tiff on some of this, I said Tiff like you, like I know her. Like I do know her, but I right. don't know her, know her like you do. Uh, you have the confidence that you believe who you are. I don't think she has that same confidence. I know she knows she's funny. I, I would say that she, she knew who she was and had that confidence before all of this. Now, I'm not saying she may not have it now that she's gotten all of this. But I also don't know how that plays into your head. Yeah, that's what I mean. How it affected right. her mentally. But for you, you kind of you kind of look like you're a comedian who has talents outside of comedy. Uh, your music, you could do music. I know you say you can't, but you could. You act. You, you're acting as you do well. You're a good actor. You say you're not, but you are. But that's not your home field. You got to play someone else's home field. You're in a way game. But you want them to treat it like it's your, you want to be treated like it's your home field. Do you want, you don't want the visitor's locker room. You want the, the home to home cooking. You want all the, you want it all that way. It's, it's a hard thing to get. I don't, I, again, I don't know anybody who got it <clears throat> without giving something else up. All right. Want to talk about Kyle Shittenhouse? <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah, let's go. We said, I mean, listen, 
um, just so someone, I don't know who exactly, but for those of you guys who were who wrote in and said we should watch Paid in Full, we watched it, and that was one of our prime objectives to discuss today. But there is a elephant in the room with an AK or an AR-15 that we kind of have to dress a little bit. So, uh, you start on this. One. I don't. I don't really know where to start. Did you watch uh, any of the stuff I sent you? Um, no, no, you didn't. I mean, but I've seen enough stuff on no, it. No, that's the problem. You've seen enough stuff on it. <clears throat> well, then you start. Uh, okay, I'll start like this. I had been watching the same stuff everybody else had, right? And I was pretty sure how this should go, and I was watching things, and I was like, this guy, uh, the judge. Uh, for I still don't like the judge. The judge is not. It, it seemed uh, very protective of Kyle. Uh, there was some things that I, I really didn't like leading up to it. And then uh, I started to see more information. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, the, uh, some of the stuff I sent you uh, talked specifically about the Young Turks. The, I don't know if you know that news group that's on, on TV, the Young Turks, mm-hmm. uh, who is very, they're very progressive, liberal progressive. Uh, and out and out, I, I watched a lot from them, and it was that, who Kyle Rittenhouse was and he went there to do this and there was no, uh, basically they said there was no other way to look at it and this is who, what happened and he he murdered these people. Um, he did go down there and he did kill these people. Uh, I don't think this kid should have had any anything to do with being there. Um, I, I, I can't say why he, I don't know why, as a parent, I wouldn't let my 17-year-old go down there. Um, I wouldn't let, if I could keep my 18 year old from going down there, I wouldn't let my 18 year old go, go down there. I do understand some differences of why he went down now that was never, I never heard of before. Um, and it sounds like he just went down there, crossed state lines with his gun. This is the story that I heard from the, in the media, Kyle Rittenhouse, his mom drove him and his gun to Kenosha so that he could go and uh, be a vigilante. Basically, and I, that's the story I believed as well. Do you think he should have gotten off on all three counts? Yes, but not the one count that they the judge took off the table, the uh, um, having the gun, being underage with the gun. That should have never been taken off. That's He should be charged for that. So you think that he was justified in killing the people? Did you see the video? Yeah. You saw the video. Right, so it's self-defense. One guy's pointing a gun at him. Did he shoot, uh, okay. shoot in the arm? The other guy's shooting behind him. Okay, my thing is to this. And when I when I sent out my posts, as DL has sent out many posts, I pointed out the racial aspect of this. And of course, there were white people that said, yo, it's ain't about race. He killed two white people. It's just not about race. Uh, and those people were rioting. Well, why were they rioting? Let's do the math. Why were they rioting? We know why they were here. Okay. And Martin Luther King said, riots are the voice of those unheard. Okay. Um, was it self-defense? Yeah. But why was he down there? He had no business being down there. Okay. If you go into a lion's cage and the lion attacks you and you kill the lion, now you claim self-defense. You put yourself in the cage where you shouldn't have been in the first place. Okay. But I agree with everything. Almost, I almost agree with what, what you said. But he is there. Why is he there? And that was the stuff that the media didn't ever talk about until the very end. He was there. First of all, his gun, he never brought his gun. His mom didn't take him down there, number one. 
His, he didn't come across uh, state lines with the gun. The gun was already in Kenosha because that's where the gun was kept. Um, and he had it there. Anyway, uh, he shouldn't have had access to the gun and he shouldn't have had the gun. That's a bigger problem that's not being addressed. Um, he went down there to defend his grandparents' business that was there uh, and to help protect it. The day he's there, you see him as you see him do medic. He's a medic and he's offering help to anybody. He is uh, cleaning graffiti off of the school that's there. So he isn't going down there. Whenever he said he's going down there to the hunt with his gun, he wasn't hunting anybody. Where are all the people saying that they were attacked by Kyle Rittenhouse, that he threatened them with the gun? That was a very extensive. If they had it to show, the media would have put it out there. It's not there. He went there with the purpose, which was to defend his grandparents' uh, business. He brought a gun. And what sometimes, and this is where, and I, I'm really, I have a hard time with this because I have problems with the way he got off. And I'll get back to that in just a second. But a gun also is a deterrent. It's not also just a hunting weapon. And what he ran into, and then other people have said, uh, the person that he killed, the first person that he killed, they talk about what his, I'm not even going to bring up what he, his problems were because I want to keep this about Kyle, not about these other guys, and then try to justify it that way, which I've seen people do, which I don't agree with either. But the dude, uh, they have a video of him earlier trying to roll a dumpster on fire into a gas station. And then he stopped and he's threatening the people around him with guns and saying, go ahead, shoot me, shoot me. And uh, also adding that he wasn't saying, shoot me. He was calling everybody the N word, by the way, as well. And the only reason. Kyle was? No. Oh, the other the dude he shot. Okay. So I, I really think that this guy, and I, I said, I don't want to make it about him. I want to make this about Kyle, but we got a guy who, when, when people are saying that he sought out people, like you just said, like, you know, you go into the lion's cage. He was doing what he felt he was doing right. I don't agree that he should have been there, but he was doing, I can't make that determination. He was there. This guy who's attacking other, who has attacked other people verbally and was trying to uh, cause more problems for whatever reason, he doesn't sound like the greatest person, found Kyle. Kyle didn't go looking for him, chased him, threw stuff at him, tried to pin him down. And then his buddy behind, while he's being chased, is firing, fires a gun. Kyle doesn't know who has the gun. All he knows is there's a gunshot and that he's being chased. He, t- he, uh, he took aim. He shot, t- put four shots out, and he killed the dude. He stopped. He went back around. He checked the guy. He called uh, the other guy he came with to let him know that what had happened, and then he was running. He started to run. One of the guys with the video is filming. He goes, where are you going? What are you doing? What are you going? He goes, I'm going to the police. I'm going to get the police. He was running to the police, and that's when he's attacked again. So I, when they say, when, when I watch the media say he didn't try to help anybody, he did not that guy. He did shoot that guy. He did kill that guy. The other guys who hit it, who tries to take a gu- the gun away from him, he kills him. And then at the end, when the other guy who has a gun points at him, Kyle takes aim at him. The guy starts to lower the gun. Kyle doesn't shoot. He was actually trained. He's trained in weapons. I'm not trying to let him off. I don't think he should have his gun there, but he's trained in weapons. The guy lowers his gun. Kyle doesn't shoot. The guy goes to raise the gun again. Kyle shoots him in the arm. I can't say that that wasn't self-defense. I don't think he should have been there. I have a problem with the parents letting him come down there. I have a problem with the judge and the way the judge handled the case. It seemed overly protective of Kyle. I would have ran the video. I would have put it on the video. And if you watch the video, I don't think that it, I, I don't think that you can come away without it being self-defense. And that was what a lot of people were saying even before. And I was like, who are these people? Because I hadn't seen the video and I was going off what other people were saying. Watch the video. 
Watch the trial. If you think he's guilty, that's fine. I understand. But I think you're working out of emotions and not what, you, what you're really seeing. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> and let's say, okay, fine. All of what you just said. Uh, two things. Um, when I heard you say a lot, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have had the gun. He shouldn't have been down there. In terms of what he shouldn't have done but did, could he have been penalized for doing things he shouldn't have done? He should have been. That's what the judge threw out having the gun okay. illegally as a minor. So, he should have been 18 to have that weapon. Okay. So based on that and what you're saying, this was a justified self-defense and all that other stuff. So none of that is racial. He... That that was I'm just saying him. It was self defense. It was it was you know he obviously shot two white people. You know three white people. Okay, two. Th three white people. Um, and he got off because it was self defense, and he should have got off. Correct. I think he should have got off on the self defense. I think he should have been brought up on the gun charges. I think he should be have punishment. I feel that this opens up the door for a lot of these other right wing nut jobs that are out there saying, okay, as long as it's self-defense, I can kill some people. Would a black dude have got off on those same conditions? I don't know. And I don't think so. Okay. So this is what we have. A but no, no, no. With. But this is, this is the problem that I have now because this is the bigger problem. And this is the bigger problem that I saw that was coming with this. We don't want justice to go downward so that we are all penalized unjustly. We want to be penalized upwards or justice to move upwards where we're all uh, sharing a fair and equal part of this justice to find him guilty because you think that someone, if they were of a different color, would have been uh, prosecuted. Why would that be right? That's justice going the wrong way, not the right way. We need people. Okay. Who, but when. OK. And when. There, there's cases to be made and I'm not trying just to be, I'm not trying to be a smart ass, but there's black people who've gotten off on cases as well. When here's here's my big problem with this and the media did this. I asked you about this. You asked me. So it was you said to me when I was talking to you about this. So it was only three, it was three white people that were shot. How many how how long did it take you to figure out that it was just white people that were shot? When I thought it was black people uh, the same day. That when somebody I said corrected say, yeah. So what I'm saying is the media put this together this way. It showed it this way. It made it racial. Now we're comparing different cases. And when I talked to you before about the reason I have a problem with social media. The media made it racial? The media does because they. The who, system's not racial? No, no, no. The system is racial. Okay. The media provided the uh, news as ra made it racial. Okay. So even if you took the media out of it, the problem still exists within the system. The system needs to be fixed. That's not he here nor there. That is that is definitely, but because if you see someone and he, you feel that he's innocent, but if a black person was to have done it and they would have been guilty. So. The white person is now guilty to make it fair or do we fix the justice system? Okay, but you say, do we fix it? It's never been fixed. I, so, I so, agree so, with so that. So whatever the media is doing, I don't put too much involved in the media because the real problem still exists. Okay. Now, now if the problem is fixed and the media wants to put the spin on it, now we can talk about that. Okay. Ex let's except, let's, except let's, for this one thing. Let's fix the no, problem, except, not the symptom. It, 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 yes, let's fix the problem. But Kyle isn't the problem. We're making Kyle the problem. And the media helped make that the problem. Because now, here's what we're doing. Who's As we watch what's happening in America today, and uh, over, not even America, the world, and as money is compiled, and as people are getting poorer, and the rich are getting richer, and there's a 1% that controls the money, and the rest of us now, are trying to come up or trying to live a life that's reasonable. 
And now we've seen things over the pandemic that has shown us that the system is fucking has is bullshit, has problems, needs to be fixed. And we see this and we know that there's a problem. And white people are coming out to actually protest as well. And we're all seeing that we need to make a change. And the media, who is not controlled, is controlled by billionaires, doesn't doesn't allow people or helps people make misrepresentation of what's happening and puts it out there. So now we're all pulling each other down. Now it's not about whether Kyle was guilty or not. It's now it's about if it was a black person, would that person have gotten off? Let's pull everybody down. Let's pull everybody down. Let's keep pulling everybody down. Okay. So you know what? Let's be fair in that. Since black people always get pulled down, let's pull some white folks down too. Let's pull some innocent white folks down when black people get pulled down all the fucking time. But that's not the answer. The answer is to pull everyone up. I, you don't want to pull people down I, because you're going again, to Again, you're dealing with an ideology that should be. But the problem is, while we're waiting for your ideology to should be, we still keep getting fucked. What's, what's the story of crabs in a bucket? I don't know, but they taste good with butter. Okay, what's the story of crabs in a bucket? Tell me. So if we if we if we go to that crabs in a bucket and we all start pulling each other down, there is no getting up. There's only Andy, down. It, it, it's always so funny to me when white people like you sometimes always want things to be better right now, but say fuck what's been going on. Black people, I hear you. you you're right. We, it should all be right, but while it's while it all should be right, it ain't. And while we need to fix it, it ain't being fixed. It is. And we still being fucked. It is. Meanwhile, y'all getting off. So you don't think any black people would have got off on that? Who? When? There's there's cases of black people getting off all the time. I'm I'm trying to show them to me. You want to start with Snoop Dogg? Do you want to start with Snoop Uh, Dogg? You're talking about a rich rapper? You're talking about a rich rapper? And we know celebrity and influence and fame has influence. Yep. But what about the millions of niggas who ain't rappers? What about all the white people that aren't rappers and aren't rich? That you don't see that they get injustice as well? <laughs> the, reason I'm I'm bringing, the reason I'm saying this is, it, again, it's power to money. It's power. Oh, God. I, I, you know, here's what I'm trying to do so hard. I'm trying to take my time, take deep breaths, and not get caught up into this too deep because but the black man in me and the emotion in me, it's like a fucking f- smoking a cigarette near flammable materials, explosive materials. I hear you say things and it really starts to piss me off. Like when you constantly bring up this money shit, I understand the money aspect of it and the inequalities of it. But God damn it, if a nigga was the richest nigga in the world, it still falls to Don King rules. Don't matter how much money a nigga got, he's still a nigga. And he gets treated like a nigga. So when you constantly go to money, like that is the main source. It's not. It don't matter how much money a nigga get. We're still niggas. But now, if you put, if you mix that where all people are just trying to pull others down and that money is just going to run away and keep all the power and we're going to be fighting with each other I the rest of our I lives. I play something real quick. Did you get that part at all? Did you even hear me on that? I heard you loud and clear. Explain away white privilege. I find it funny that some white people love to try and explain away white privilege by posting shit like this. Timothy Simpkins, a black teen shooter, got one day in jail and $75,000 bail, while Kyle Rittenhouse, a white teen, got two months in jail and $2 million bail. I think it's pretty evident that white privilege is a myth. Okay, so first off, Timothy Simpkins didn't kill anyone. Kyle Rittenhouse killed two people. And secondly, and most importantly, 
Simpkins hasn't had a trial yet. So all you mofos out there spewing this bullshit, why don't you come see me after his trial? And to all of you copy and paste bandits out there, I have a little secret for you. White privilege does exist. You know, I find it funny. But we're not denying white privilege exists. There's no denying that in this. And we're talking about a, a, a system, a judicial system based in white supremacy that allows white people to be treated differently than black people. So miss me with the shit you keep trying to sell me on. I say again, if a black kid shot two people, would he have gotten off? I don't think so. Okay, I love the I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. And I'm saying that. And that part of the system needs to be fixed. But if you clearly... You, rather than a resounding no, you don't think so? As though there's a possibility he could? I think there's a possibility he could. Oh, we shall overcome. No, no, I think there's a possibility well, he could. thank God. Video evidence, if there's the right video evidence, if there's the right people prosecuting, if there's the right people uh, uh, in, in the defense, I think there is a possibility. I do think there's I don't a know, possibility. I don't know the black kid's name, but Sean King... And D.L. Hewley were 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 uh, pushing hard for this. The black kid who was going scheduled to be executed. No, he got he right, and yep. and they, and they said it was proven that he didn't do the crime. He shouldn't even be in jail, but they did enough to take execution off the table. But he's still serving life in prison. Now he can fight the life in prison. Now he can fight the life. White dude goes through that same shit. I I would have to look up cases. Sure, you do. No, I, we'd have to look up cases. You're, you're imagining it is it only happens to black people. I didn't say that, but it mostly. I, I, I won't like, deny like, that. Like, I like won't ridiculously, percentage-wise, mostly. I would, I would agree with that blindly, but I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> okay. I would agree with it blindly, though. Right. Because I think that there's enough proof out there to say that that is true. Right. But what direction do you want to go in? Do you want to fix the problem or do you want to just keep pulling people down? And as you watch the people, I would, I would like to see my people not suffer and be treated just as equally as white folks do. But that's not the case. So if motherfuckers is going to go down, let's play fair on that side. Let's all go down. But that's not fair. Well, life ain't side. fair. Life ain't been fair to niggas since slavery, the 60s, church bombings, our fucking our leaders assassinated. Wow, really? Life ain't fair? You telling me that? You telling black people that? That's not fair. Break out the fucking violins. No, that's not fair. It's not going to be fair for anybody if we do it that okay, way. Okay, but it's been not fair for niggas. So let it not be fair for whites, too. So when you, Let's be equal now. Okay, so when you make it equal, it'll never be fair for anybody. It ain't been fair. So now where are we, what are we talking about? So we'll never have the opportunity to make it fair. I don't fair. think we will ever. So we'll just sit in the pool and yep. we'll keep pulling each other down. Yep. And the white people with all the money will just keep running with the money. Or maybe until it happens to enough white people, then it'll be fair. It won't happen that way. Of it course won't, No, it no, won't. no. It won't happen that way. Because it's because, by design. No, because no one will care because... The you know what? Uh, which which is the comic we were just talking about recently? He had he had a quote that was interesting. Uh, the comic that we just we, we watched the special on, uh, uh, older comic, old comic. I need more details. We just we talked about him on Dave Chappelle. No, no, older comic. White, black, black, gone. Gre Gregory. Uh, Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines. Hines. Uh, Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory. I believe it was Dick Gregory's quote when he said that. Uh, White is an is not a it's not just a color it's an attitude, and the attitude is dissipating where people see the in, in inequalities and they want to make this change. There's people that come out for the change, 
but we can't make this change and separate ourselves. We have to find ourselves in the same place trying to fix this problem. It, it, I, I, the only other answer is your answer. Yes, let's make it unequitable equally. Uh, that makes sense to me. How does it make sense to you? You because want your life unequitable? So you're okay. You're okay in every th aspect in life as long as, as long as the person across from you who is opposite of you, white, the person who's opposite of you but white, he's treated just the same way horribly as you are. Yes, until we all get treated better you don't equally. don't get treated better. You get treated all, but get treated worse. You don't go up because you're treating people worse. Okay, so what I'm trying to say to you is right now, if the Kyle Rittenhouses of the world continue to exist and get off and get free, while my people in the process of us trying to get this right keep suffering, I don't know. No, let's all get treated bad then. And that's where because, we'll stay. Because getting, changing the system Ain't happened. It is happening. When, it, when is it happening? It's happening right now. Give me an example. We'll, we'll watch. We just got George Floyd. We just got thrown one. All other cops prior to, to, to George Floyd's killer have gotten off. You can't even use that one because there's still other cops on that right there. What do you mean? There's only one cop who's been taken down for that. So we can't even use that one. I wouldn't use that one. More to my fucking point. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm More to my fucking point. But that's you one won't case. even give us George Floyd. That's only one case. So give me another one. I don't have number. Exactly. Exactly. You, oh, but you don't think it exists. G give me the proof. Look on your phone real quick. We can take two what, minutes. Black people take getting off. Is that is that what it would be under black folks? Whatever you want to take it. Black people getting off. White people being guilty. Oh, white people being guilty for killing niggas. Guilty. Cops. But this case has nothing to even do with that, is what you would, with what you just said. Andy, the fact that you can't even reel it no, off by I, mind is, is my point. You can't even freely go, hey, B, C, D, E. You have to look it up. As soon as I, you don't as know. soon as I gave you one that's a big one, which was Snoop, and we all know that one. You were you threw that one away. You threw that one away. You're going to a fucking rapper, nigga, a rapper with influence and fame. That's not the majority of black people. You know, I'm gonna point to something Charles Barkley said on open court when he goes. You know, people like me and Shaq, we get treated differently because we're famous. We get treated differently because we're NBA players with fame, influence, and money. But the majority of black people ain't Charles Barkley and Shaq. So that's a bad example. Do you think that all white people are treated the same? Andy, if you want to go to this thing of poor white people versus rich white people, whatever, man. But do you think they're all treated the same? Is that the is that what you believe? Is that we all have a secret place to handshake? Black people's existence doesn't survive off of how white people get treated. We get treated how, because of our our skin color and how that affects us. We don't give a damn how white people treat each other. Okay, so today Kyle Rittenhouse got off because he defended himself. That's the precedent set. So if a black kid defends himself with a gun, and he kills two people, he should get off too. He should. That's the precedent that was he set. He should. That's how it Will should Will he? Work. Well. Will he? There's another problem. And Kyle Rittenhouse killed two white people. Now let's stick in the pot. If the black guy kills two white people in self-defense, does he get off? I say he's supposed to get off. If you're it's supposed. And this is coming from you, a guy who has a good heart, who understands these things. That doesn't trust the system. I don't trust the system. Do you think that outside of people like you, mainstream white America, let the justice system, 
lets a black kid off for killing two white people in the name of self-defense. Again. And you don't want to hear this. I'm hearing it loud and clear. No. It also depends on which state this happens All in. All right. So what about the black cop? I forget his name. But that the black cop who shot a white woman and his career was brought to an end. I don't. I, I wish I could bring that up. But he suffered severe penalties. I, yeah, I you know. know who I'm talking I know, about? I know who you're talking about. But yet... A, a team of cops can go into Breonna Taylor's house and kill her and nothing. Oh, I'll give you another one. There's a black woman who just got her pension back who stopped a white uh, cop from beating on a black kid, stopped him because he was doing it. He was wrong. She lost her job and she lost her pension. She had to go fight to go get it back. It took her years, years to get it back. Andy, you're making my points no, for me. No, 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 no. I'm not making your points. I'm making a point that I understand exactly what you're talking about and saying we don't get anywhere until we start having justice distributed equally. And to pull someone down because other people pull down does not get us to that point. Arguing about Kyle Rittenhouse and not saying why were we shown why, why did the media show us that this kid uh, did all the things that they're saying he did, which now the media is admitting he didn't do, but now saying, uh, looking at it a different way and saying, well, he shouldn't have been there. And we did We went a whole different way and we were wrong, but we but we still agree that he he's wrong. The media did this to us. The media is owned by billionaires who are trying to get us to fight with each other. And I don't know why. That's the bigger question I would like to know. Because this is a moment in time where I've seen more white people understand what black people so are going through. it's the media's through. fault. It's all the media's fault. No, no, no. What I'm talking about is the media's fault. Why is this the time when more black, white people are finally understanding, because of George Floyd, because of things that they saw when they were at home, because their own eyes saw it, why are there more white people now trying to understand and trying to make change? And now we do. Why is it like this right now? Why, why, are, they, why are they pitting us against each other? Okay, but you when you say things like because of George Floyd, as though white people's eyes are being opened to this recently, they've been shown this since the 60s. They've been shown this forever. And, and, for, and, and we're and, still fighting some of the same and, fights in the 60s today. And they have felt that we had made progress. And that showed them that progress hasn't been made. Because... We also have to look at where some of these things are occurring. I li you live in L.A. It's more diverse. I live in New York. It's more diverse. I don't know what happens in the middle of the country and why they don't understand that these The same these shit happen. is happening in L.A. and in New York. You think that the, the middle of the country is the only place this happens? No, no, no. I'm saying I don't understand why <clears throat> they don't know what's going on because I see a lot of this being held up in the middle of the country where they where they turn their, what they don't know or they pretend not to know. I saw a time in COVID where no one could turn their back on what they saw. They can't justify it by, well, it only happens in these cities or it only happens here. We watched it happen and I seen more people come out, more protest, more white people engagement. Why was this fight? Why are we doing this fight right now? Why are we putting, pitting each other against each other when we should be working together to make the changes? That's my question. Andy, you, you, you know, you keep painting this rosy kumbaya. There is no rosy or no, kumbaya. No, 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 but what I'm saying to you is <clears throat> we all know what it should be. And you can keep pointing to the same thing over and over about the media and they're part of the bigger problem and the billionaires and what we should be doing. This is not news. We all know what should happen, but it's not happening. No, I'm pointing at the media because you think 
up until you were told that he only killed uh, white people, that he killed black people. So the media presented it in a way that you didn't even know what that the case is, was let me, about. Don't put that no, on. No, 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 no. That's on me. It's not just on you. That's on me. No, watch everything that's out there. Okay, but now you're, people, you're, you're not in the minority of that But now thought. what people are saying is the, the obvious. Had it been a black kid, would he get the same treatment? I don't think so. Okay. And I've said that before. Do I want the black kid to get the same treatment? Of course you do. Okay. How do we get there? By not dividing us and moving forward. To the people listening to this, I'm admitting that I am not articulate enough to put together what I am really trying to present. But I know you motherfuckers know what I mean. And when I say motherfuckers, I don't want to exclude white people. But I'm really talking to my people. I'm putting the bat signal in the air. Please email and tell, confirm for me and tell Andy why he's not fucking getting it. Because I can't articulate what it is I'm trying to say, but I know what I'm trying to say is accurate. Okay, here's here's what you said to me so far. Let me see if I can break this down a little bit before we have to go through all this. Until all people are treated equal, we should be treated equally in the bad. I would take that rather than let us continue to suffer while we wait for it to get better, while when you do the same thing, they, they treat you better. That doesn't make the change. It may not, but God damn it, until the change is there, God damn it, let's all suffer. But the change will never come and will only suffer. It ain't never came. The justice system is still white supremacist. It ain't never came. So here's the thing. Here's ultimately what it is. While we're waiting for this change that should happen, anything that white people do criminally, at the same level that black people do criminally will go through the system to a point. But when it's time to decide the fate, y'all get to leave and go home and go back to your normal life while we stay in the cells, AKA the waiting rooms for true equality. You get to go home, put your feet up, watch the ball game, kiss your loved ones, hug your family, eat your barbecue and live your life. While we sit in jail, waiting for that equality that should be. We get to be uncomfortable in waiting while y'all get to be comfortable in waiting. Fuck that. Let's all be uncomfortable until it gets right. That's equality. Yeah. Now, you don't understand that? No, I, I completely understand it. But you don't get anywhere when you do it. The other part of this, because- Okay, but while we're not getting anywhere, let's all be equal in the suffering. But there won't be equal suffering. There won't be because the people who control it will be living lives while we're there work while we're working for them, while we're making money for them in jails, while we're doing while while jails that are paid for are paid jails that they make profit. Do you understand? This is this is not by accident that this has occurred. Duh. That's why the fucking justice system is the way that it is. White supremacist. Duh. So, I know that. So the change has so to be So while you're making money off niggas incarcerated, make money off white folks too. They are making money off white folks too. All right. The bat signal is in the air. Y'all meet me on the, on the roof before, like Commissioner Before Gordon. we go though, before we go, I want to hit this because this is the problems that need <clears throat> to be changed and we didn't address any of the changes. Why does the judge, why, do, why does, and I don't know if this is fair, not fair. How does Kyle Rittenhouse get to pick his uh, jurors out of a hat? How? Could a nigga do it? I don't know anyone who's ever been able to do that. Okay, but it's been done. Can a nigga do it? No. But you, no, no. Okay. Bu- next bu- 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 next bu- question. But, but now they can. 
because that's no, we, we don't know no, that because we that's set an a, assumption. We set a precedent. Oh, stop it! Complete. Just what you think that just because a precedent has been set, we get to play by the same rules? I would hope so. Oh, the hope. There goes that no, word. No, no, no. I would hope so. Hope should no. I would hope hope so. should. But it also happens to be in which state it happens in because each state okay, has different rules. What's the next rules. one? What's the next thing that baffles you? The judge saying that the other people had to be uh, referred to, that could be referred to as looters and rioters and arsonists because they weren't proven to be looters or rioters or arsonists, just like Kyle Rittenhouse hadn't been proven to be, uh, uh, they hadn't been proved to be But victims. why do you think that was? Because the judge, the, the problem I had was the judge, I don't understand the judge coming this close to someone who's on trial. I've never seen this before in my whole life. Oh. No, no, no. What color no, is no, Kyle? No, no, no. I've never seen it before. You've never seen it. What color is Kyle? White. I've never what seen color is a judge? White. I've okay. never seen it Do we before. have to keep playing this yes, game? Yes, yes, Because you're saying that wow. because he's white, I'm saying I've never seen a judge reach over to a defendant like that. Wow. Have you? Dude, there have been historical videos and pictures where, where judges and attorneys are sitting there shaking hands like, like they're all part of the same fucking club defending white people. Are you fucking serious? I've never seen that. Have you ever in seen open, have, in have open you, court? Have you ever have you ever have you ever seen PBS's Eyes on the Prize? Yes, I have. The 13 part series? Yes. They show you that in some of that. But never in the courtroom like that. Oh, you needed to be in the courtroom. No, no, no. This judge didn't give a shit who saw it. It's being videotaped. Hey, that's some white arrogance. Yeah, it is. Okay. What you, are we talking about, man? There needs I, like what baffles you is baffling me because you're going, I've never seen it. So you don't think prior to you seeing it, it didn't exist? No, I'm sure it did. This I never saw my dad fuck my mother, but I know it happened. Yeah, because you're here. Well, there you go. I've never seen anybody be that blatant, that bold. White that folks they don't can care. be blatant, Andy. I get it. They've historically they some blatant and then motherfuckers. They should be removed from their position. Should be. There goes that word again. There's no, I would hope so. There goes that word. There's no other way to say it. They, I know. How I, about I, this? They need to be removed from their position. I'll, I won't even give you need be. We all, you're talking in, in what we, we already know should happen after the fact. We hope. They should. We need. Okay. Niggas been hoping, wanting, shouldn't, and needing since the beginning of time. Okay, but by your theory then. So let's do it this way. Let's not even fucking go to trial anymore. Just a certain percentage of black people that have gone to jail. That's how many of that same percentage of white people have to go to jail. Hey, man, we, if we want to talk fair, I'm with it. Is it fair, though? Yeah. Sounds good to me. You know, it's not fair. I don't give a fuck what I know. I know what should hope needs to happen, but that don't ever happen. It, it will happen. Oh, here we go. It will. Well, I hope so, because Christmas is around the corner. But it won't so ha- maybe that's Santa Claus's gift to niggas. No, but it won't happen if we... Ho, ho, ho. Hope should need and want. If we all turn into crabs... Pulling each other down, it won't happen for sure. Well, then I hope there's some butter at the bottom of the barrel because we'll, we'll all taste better. Well, that's that's the choice. Yeah, there may have to be. I just love it how niggas get to suffer in waiting while y'all get to go home in waiting while we waiting but, with hope should but you need know, to be. But you say that and you know, percentage-wise, you are correct. Truthfully, though, are you correct? There are white people in jail as well. Percentage does it for me. Percentage does it for you? If you tell me percentage-wise I'm correct, that's enough for me. You, But you're you're denying that it, you're, you're acting or saying it as though only black people go to jail and white people get to go home every day. You want the percentages? No, I don't need the percentages. What if, what if it was flipped? 
What if black people got to go home and y'all had to sit and wait while it gets right? How would you feel? You would fight till you got it right. Okay, but while we wait till we get it right, your people stay in jail. My people get to go free. How would you feel? I would feel that we need to get it right. And I don't think that. But I would, until we get it right, these are the circumstances. Yeah, and there's How not, would you feel? I would feel angry, but there's not a way that I could change that by, by, well, by I, making white people, by making the black people then go to jail. Make it fair. That isn't fair. That is fair. It isn't. All right. Because if it happened to you, would you want to be the one to go to jail? No, but if it didn't happen to me and it was the flip side, what about that? I, I don't, I, I didn't. No, I wouldn't want to go to jail. But if I'm the one sitting in jail and I get to watch you go home, I don't want that either. No. Not if you did the same crime as me. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, nigga, stay with me in this cell. Let's talk it out. Let's share some shit. Okay. Let's read together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was them niggas' names? Andy, them two niggas from Shawshank. Red and Andy. Yeah, nigga. I'm Red. You Andy. Be in the cell with me. Okay. Let's be fair. Well, but that's not that's not the fair. That is to me. No. You yeah. you that's an answer. It's not fair. Well, because no, neither if you haven't committed a crime, you shouldn't be there. So then how come the black people are there? Some black people are there because they committed crimes. And some white people get out even though they committed, they committed the same crimes. crime. And some black people have gotten out because they committed crimes. Who? Dude, you can't just give me who. who? It's, we can pull it up all day. The justice system isn't perfect at all. Uh, and just, the justice but, system but is harder on, on minorities and harder on blacks. Okay, so based on that, and we know that, fix now what it. I'm supposed to do with that? We're going to fix it. We're going to. We're going to fix it. I love it. it. I love it. Well, I can't go back in the past all, and fix all it. Of, all of you niggas wait patiently in your cells. Why white folks tried to fix it. What what did you do to fix it? You about me? Yeah. Me personally? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing to fix it. I hope it gets fixed. I'm busy slinging jokes, nigga. What you want me to do? Get out there and march? I did. <laughs> nigga, please. No. I mean, I'm asking you wholeheartedly, and I mean it honestly. Well, I can't. I'm not in a position to fix it, but uh, I'm also not. Where's your voice? We're doing it on the podcast. That's what part of this is about. That's why I like having this conversation. Even if it's yeah, even but if you, it's live in a, you live in a certain world of naivete, nigga. You really do. What, what's the naivete? That you keep believing it's going to fix itself and it's going to be what it needs it to be. It will never fix itself. You know what I mean. Not fix itself, but that, you know, it's going to get fixed. It ain't never going to get fixed. Is it better than it was 50 years ago? Is it? Is it? Some would argue no. And others would argue yes. I bet you they sh your shade. <clears throat> no. Some niggas say that incarceration is just a new slavery. Yeah, because they have paid for prisons. Right. That should be made illegal immediately. Should be. Should be. How do we do it? You are the should be, no. would be, could be, because, ought to be, okay, let me hopefully say this. king. I do things to help this move along. I do things to help this like move what? along. What do you do? I write letters. I march. I do different things. I do different things. Nigga, you marched one time. Give me another march. I'll go do it. We'll start one, motherfucker. Okay. But you marched one time. How many time. times do you march? I march every day in my head. Okay. I fight every day in my head. I'm not saying anything that you, but I'm saying you can't tell me and say when I'm saying should be, and I want to do things to make that happen. And you just said, well, I want it fixed. We all want it fixed, don't we? Yeah, but 
What are you doing to make that change? This is what we're doing right now. This makes you, a difference. You, you, you really think this makes a difference? I definitely think it makes a difference. Okay, well, then we're doing it then. I, I, I really don't think it makes a difference, but we're it doing does it then. because it makes people fired up and challenges people to go do more. Okay. You don't think it does? All right. Okay, sure. I hope it does. Right. And while they're doing more, nigga, you stay here while that white kid goes home. Well, that white kid, I think, should have gone home. Should have. He did. He's going home. Should've. I said, still right. said should have. I think he should have been brought up on the gun charges. <laughs> I also think he should probably do some time for the gun charges. But he won't. And he, and he isn't. No, because the judge threw it out. So my question is, what are we going to do about the judge? Nothing. Yes, we are. Nothing's going to happen to that judge. Yeah, something's going to be happening to oh, that judge. Oh, God. Your hopeful spirit. No, it's, it's not the, hopeful. It's the People have thing to do world. things to get it done, though. People who live there have to do and be active about changing that judge. You want to try to talk about paid in full? You can. Right. <laughs> we don't even have it. We're already over time. Dude, it's four o'clock. We, we got till six. We could talk about this for 20 minutes and then jump into emails. Okay. Uh, ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I pulled it up. You know, I, I overall, you know, I like the movie. Um, I, like I said, I was a little worried about it at first because Cameron was in it. Um, but you know, he did a good job. Uh, this movie oozed New York to me, obviously. Uh, I felt like I was back home. I had never heard B so much. I thought this whole movie was LL Cool J talking. Yo, B, yo, B, it's crazy, B, B. Um, but it was a good performance. I thought Wood Harris was great. Mackay Pfeiffer delivered. Um, but I know this, and I know we don't have any control over it, and certainly uh, you don't. You know, I'm, I'm almost really fascinated with the idea of when you die, you come back as uh, in another life. But it would be really fascinating to me if you could remember your old life. But then that would be a big positive or a negative because you would either know, damn, my shit got better or it got worse. So I guess whatever you return in in your new life, since you don't remember your old life, there you are. Uh, but I swear to God, I hope I'd never come back as a hood nigga. Uh, just living in the hood, having to sell drugs, that being an option. Uh, that's an insane life, man. Um, and, you know, again, the drug game, there's only two, two ends to that game. We know it. Death or jail. Um, the ability to make so much money so fast is intoxicating. But the idea that you end up either in a box or in a cell uh, I would think would be enough to deter you from doing that. But for some dudes, I guess the, the, the chance to escape to a better life, even if it's temporary or leads to either one of those tragic endings, is enough to escape that misery of poverty. Because that shit is scary, man. Um, I told you, I told you uh, after I saw the movie mm -hmm. and that... Uh, like the movie, it doesn't do that much for me. I mean, I like the movie, right. but it doesn't do that much for me because I was in that. Mm -hmm. And I get it. But they leave out so many, like, the, it, it. you don't go from zero to 100. You don't? No. 
But I mean, if you move in that kind of weight immediately, why not? Because you don't move that kind of weight immediately. You have to have, you, you have to establish a crew. You have to get people to move that, help you move that. You can't go around, you're not cutting up keys and going down the street to sling keys in, in, in grams and in ounces. I mean, in ounces you could, in ounces you could, but it's still not the money that you're going to make. And it happened, it, they show it like happening overnight. So that scene where Wood Harris goes into Eastside Morales' apartment and meets him and he becomes his connect for cocaine and then boom, that don't happen like that? You can meet your connect, but now you have to get it out and distribute it. How are you going to distribute it without getting caught? You have to build up your. You have to build up a clientele. You have to build up your, your your crew. You have to get it out there. You can't just get it out over. You don't come with the crew. You have to build that. Mm. It, ta- it it takes a minute, and the way that they show it, he went from you know. And I guess maybe because it's boring if you see that, but there's a lot that goes into that because you have to be. Uh, the Wood Harris character uh, character uh, Wood Harris is the character yeah. played. I forgot uh, Ace Ace, and and I know it's based on a true story, so. But obviously, some things are for uh, creative yeah, license. It's, it's, they make right. it faster. But you, you, you can't be a nice guy and get to that position in that game. Can you be? Because when he was telling Cameron in so many words, and I've we've I've seen this in a couple of movies. The the one that comes to mind immediately is American Gangster, when Denzel tells his brother, uh, played by that nigga's name who's hard to pronounce, Ijiwa Chitlins, uh, Chickless Katochifa. Um, man, you're making too much noise. You're too loud. That's a clown suit. And then Ace tells uh, Rico. Same thing. Same thing. Like, nigga, you're too loud. Is there such thing as being a drug kingpin who is so quiet, so intelligent, moves so calculated that he never gets caught, it's called, never gets killed? It's called the U.S. government. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, and I know you're not trying to be funny. You're actually being truthful. Mm-hmm. But can a street dude on a street level? Not on a. I don't think you can move quietly on a street level. But if you work your way up quietly, and and you you can pretend like there's a, a, another connect that you, it's not you. Yeah, you can work your way into that. And and but sometimes somebody has to someone has to step up when there's things that are not happening the right way. And again, mm-hmm. the way I say it, the reason I left. Coke in the first place because that got dangerous quick and I had to make this are you willing if you're really doing this are you willing to go as far as you need to go to control your business I mean look I know that murder comes with that business it can but is there a way to do it without any of that can the business be run so properly and strategically that you avoid Murder and police. I would say yes, but we don't know those people because they're running it street, street, Strate- strategically and quietly. And they're bringing, they're getting it here and they're giving it out to the people who handle all that other kind of business. Yeah, I think it is possible. Right. But on a street level, right. somebody always knows where it's, where it's coming from. And that's kind of what it shows in the movie, you know, that, you know, that's who they're looking at. And you need to take down the guys, but you need to take them down if you want that position. Right. You, it's not like Coke and Pepsi. Like, I mean, that's the that's famous line with Pepsi is you know uh, I want to be a brand. What you know the uh, what was the that's Denzel's line. Oh, like Pepsi, it's a brand name. 
And they know that even if they know me no more than they don't know the chairman of General Mills. So it's not like Coca-Cola is going over to Pepsi and taking Pepsi's business away from him right. by, by, by killing him and, or stealing his, his connect for his, his water and his, his, his sugar product. Right. That's not how it works. And, and so someone knows who you are. I, I, I think it would be real tough. I think it'd be real tough to work on that level. I, but like, like I said for myself, I wasn't willing to go that far. So when I got into the weed side of the business and weed was, it was, it was nicer. I mean, it was a bunch of like hippie guys and, you know, people that were, you know, cooler. They're very chill. But then when it got, uh, you know, when you started having the, the cocaine business mixed in with the weed business, it all got ugly. And that's when it was time for me to go because I wasn't willing to go that far. You have to know how far you're willing to go. Yeah. Plus, like, dude, just the, the fact that you have to always look over your shoulder and there's a several, certain level of distrust. Like when um, Cameron's character killed Mackay Pfeiffer's, Pfeiffer's character. And he did it because once he told him how many keys it was, he thought to himself, if I take this, more money for me. Yeah. And that was supposed to be his boy. You know, yeah, I would even go as far as to say because they called each other family. But there's no family and trust in that business. No, he was playing the long game. He met him in prison. Right. You know, he, he befriended him. And then when the opportunity was there, when he was at his weakest, he, that was the opportunity to step, to step up to the next level. And he took it. Now, the story has, I have a problem with the story. And I know it's a true story. It's, it's based on a true story. You go to that guy, the house and you find uh, the dude dead. And you find all those keys and the diamonds. Right. And you, you use it to go get the connect. That didn't sit, that didn't sit right with you? Dude, at the end of the movie, what does he say? At the end of the movie, he says he used the diamonds and what he had right. to start restart his life and, and move on from there. Right. You had all that before you did all that work. You had that before anybody got killed. You had all that. Right. What, why, why did you do that? But didn't he want to continue on? You, but you, anyone who thinks that they're going to run this business, that business on a street level and take it up where you're going to make a business that's going to continue to make you money forever. That's delusional. Someone's going to take you out. Someone's going to police. If it's not the police, it's the other people on the street. But you have, you have, you have, you, you have a retirement program in front of you. <clears throat> he could have just kept the diamonds and gave them back to Coke. If he wanted, if he wanted to test the water. Right. I, I, you know, I, I'm, I guess I'm just more of an odds player and I would go, you know, I'm never going to, how long would it take me to make this kind of money? Right. And would I be better off if I just took this and left? Yeah. Oh. See, I, I and, and it goes back though, but I was in New York in the eighties and, you know, I saw a lot of that stuff going on. You know, I was just bringing little bits of weed back then. And I, I it's, it's crazy because why do you, and, and I, I did have a Porsche. I did have some stuff, but I mean, it's hard to say you were low key with the Porsche, but I was, I kept it very simple. I kept it very clean. I mean, people knew though. People still knew. <clears throat> um, that moment uh, where he walked into the house and the guys ambushed him and had the two women on yeah. the bed. I'm thinking the whole time, why didn't he just give them the combination? He said there was nothing in there. Yeah, but they 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 didn't believe they were like he could be lying. That's why they kept going, give me the combination, nigga. And he refused to give them the combination. I'm thinking, you got two women on the bed who you care for, they gonna fuck you up, 
you got your drug dealer. Money's nothing to you. Give him the combination. Or he knew who he was. He said who he was. Yeah. So that wasn't good. There was only one way that was going to end at that moment. He was going to give him the money and they were going to, he was going to. You thought they were going to kill him anyway? They would have to kill him. Because he knew who it was. And he was going to have to come back at him. Right. So you just figured don't give him the money? He's going to lose either way. Might as well try to get away. And he did. Damn. And you know what I didn't realize until I, like I heard, because I that voice, the dude who they, and that was funny when Cameron said, this Kermit the face frog, motherfucker. You know who that was? Who? The father from Snowfall. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. It was when he was younger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That voice, I kept going, yo, that nigga sounds familiar. And when I saw his face, I said, yo, that's the father from Snowfall. Yeah, that is. He, he was a lot younger then. Yeah. Uh, he didn't look like a father then. That's what that's. No, what he looked like me. Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Dude. Um, uh, Wood Harris. Yeah. His brother. Yeah. Dude, I didn't realize that was his brother. I didn't I, either for a long time. Dude. Him. Just, him uh, his brother and Ish used to play basketball together. And Ish told me that. Dude. His bro, what's his brother's name? Do you know? I don't know his brother's name. He got to eat. Wood didn't get to eat because his brother is big and Wood is. <laughs> Wood, they did a complete opposite. opposite of each other. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. But I saw that when I was looking. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I, was, yeah. I went through and I was like, oh, shit. I, yeah. I, I, I wanted to see what else. I mean, obviously, I knew what else Wood Harris was in, but I was right. trying to see all the stuff that he did. Right. And then that's when I found out that they were brothers. Right. And I was like, oh, my God. I didn't even think those guys look alike. Uh, they look alike, but they don't look alike right. at all. Dude, I was disappointed when they killed a little kid. I was disappointed when I heard they sent him the finger. I was like, damn, he did that to a little boy? But that shows you also, you know, this is, and this is the other thing, and this is a good point that you just brought up too. This business will make you do the most evil things <sighs> because it's not just money and it's not just power. It's also the drugs will fuck you up. And that dude, you know, the, it was the, right. the, 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 the dad or stepfather. The stepdad, yeah. He was fucked up on drugs. And that that's, when you put the drugs in it, when you're using, that's what fucks up the whole business because these people can't stay in control anymore. Like I so thought, I so thought they were going to find the people who did it and kill them. And I wanted to see that so bad. And then when it, and then when they, and, and then when, when it was discovered, Makai Pfeiffer's character, Mitch got killed. You knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I was like, damn, well, yo. Not only that, even when you find out who really had the kid and then killed him. Right. There's no justice for that. I mean, you could, you could go, you could go take him out into the street and kill him right in the street. In front of, but there's no justice for that. It's, it's, it's a family, a family member did that for money and drugs. Like they showed it. They, they showed a camera zoom back and showed the two coffins. And I was just like, damn, yo, that's one of those movie moments where, you know, like they took a kid, then they sent the, they lopped off the finger. I wanted to see them niggas die, man. This, that's this business. Ugh. The money part of it, the money, the power, the drugs themselves, what it does to people. If you if you don't, I, I don't I don't think anybody gets out of this clean, that business, especially like you said on that level. The people who import it, and when I said US government, and some people, you know, you, you laugh, but I mean, you, well, we saw, you, you saw American Gangster. Yeah. It was coming in through the military. Right. I mean, it's always been, we know when you watch Snowfall, you know that that's, even though it's loosely based on some people's stories that were involved, where was the group? Where was that, the drugs coming from? Right. It's always been from that. There's always connects at the top 
they move this around. For whatever reason, they move it around. You know, like in, in Snowfall, that guy tries to feel like he's doing it for uh, uh, reasons of uh, national security. You, you can get people to do some, some crazy shit. Mm. But that still comes in. And uh, I don't think it at the, at the other level, other than that level, I think all the rest of it's fucked What'd up. What would you think of the movie overall? I, I'm most glad I watched it because I, I really wasn't interested in another one of those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, again, and I, and, and um, I wasn't a big player, so I just it does. But I, uh, watching it, you know, I just see some things that I just don't agree with. So, right. Uh, and I know that those are that's a based on a true story, so I do know that that the, the the foundation of that story is correct. Um, like I said, New Jack City, Boys in the Hood, Juice. Now paid in full. I'm trying to think of any other hood movies that I've seen. Um, I liked it. Uh, I still think New Jack City is the number one hood black hood movie for me. Um, yeah. I like this. On a scale of 1 to 10, I give it a, seven, a six and a half strong seven. I'd go with the six and a half. Dude, New Jack City, though, you didn't have any issues with the... Who's the white dude in it? That- Judd Nelson. You didn't have any issues with Judd Nelson? Nah, no, nah, not at all. You did? Yeah, it was. It was just a little. You didn't believe it? No, I didn't believe Ice. T- I, I I don't believe him no more than I believe Ice T. No, Ice T was different. That you know Ice T's story though. Uh, when he was playing, when he when he started on uh, Law and Order, that was but New Jack City. Yeah, was it was way before. Yeah, That's yeah. why I said he's different right, now. Right. Uh, when he said uh, in in Law and Order. The, what's the guy's name that runs that whole universe of Law and Order? Um, Dick, Dick Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. Said, uh, and we both said it's perfect unison. So, yeah, yeah. So, whoever you are out there, that, uh, <laughs> you Dick, go fuck yourself, convict. Uh, uh, Dick Wolf said to him, uh, I love, I think he said it, he might have said that on our, our podcast. Right. Uh, that he said to him, So, you don't like cops very much. I can tell you, you're not a big fan of, of the cops. And he says, No, I'm not. And he goes, But you believe cops are necessary. He goes, Yeah, definitely. And he said, Well, then. But so the, you believe that there's some good cops out there? He goes, yeah, we need those good cops. And he goes, yeah. He goes, play that cop. And so that's what Ice T did, and that's why I think <laughs> in, in in Law and Order, <laughs> he's more believable than in right. New York City. Boy, that paycheck. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so that that's uh that's it. Um. I want to, Andy said he was going to check it out. I already saw it just because a couple of you guys recommended it. Uh, the Harder They Fall. Oh, boy. I want to see it. I saw it. Boy, oh, boy. What, uh, what's some good shit there? Uh, so thank you all for that recommendation. Uh, anything else before I bring this up? Well, I know you said you want to see that one. Um, everybody keeps hitting me up about Pinky Blinders, too, man. I know. I, I, That's a TV series, though, right? It's a, yeah. It's a, I want to see it, though. I'm going to watch it, even if we don't if, talk if, about it on the if podcast. If it's not good within the first five episodes, I'm bailing. I, I, I don't want to invest in no more TV shows unless they're fire. I mean, it's got to be fire. But you still didn't like that other one that we saw, that other Which series. One? The series, uh, was it on Netflix? It was a British series as well? Oh, the, no, no, no. That was uh, Amazon Prime, Gangs of London. Yeah, you didn't like... The, I just... The, the you co- can't go back to I, that. That's, it ruined it for me. All the cock and ass and balls in that scene... Just fucked up my corneas. So if, if the cock and ass goes away, you'd watch it? Maybe. It was a little too... And I feel like it 
soft boy for saying this, but too much chicken bone. Some, some of the violence, nigga. Too much chicken bone. Yeah, man, it just over the top. You know, listen, I, I like the Django, but the way some of that blood with the gunshots, I just go, Quentin, come on, dude. There was not. I, I I beg to differ. I don't think there was one drop of blood that was overdone in, in really in Django. Yeah, that scene where um. Leon, uh, uh, the sh guy shooting kills Leonardo DiCaprio and all goes to hell in the house and they're all shooting Jamie. That is ridiculous. That is such a great scene. Because oh. if you're going to go over the top, don't go over the top. If you want me to suspend my suspension of disbelief, you want me to put that out, then take it over the top. Make it make it oh, worthwhile. Oh, goodness. And that, that one did it. Dude, uh, and again... It wasn't too much. They had to add some. When Leonardo DiCaprio cuts his hand and continues to do the scene, that was that wasn't even. I like that part because that was real in the moment. Shit. Yeah. But all them uh, motherfuckers getting shit like whole Heinz ketchup bottles was blowing up. It was <laughs> my the, and one of the scenes where it wasn't needed. The one where he shoots the guy from far away. From you just far hear the away. one of the you know the guys uh, tending his field with his kid. Yes. No blood. It was perfect. It was just a, you hear a boom and you just see the guy fall. Pew. Pew. <laughs> uh, any announcements before I bring this yeah, up? Yeah, let's do this real quick. Um, where are we? We just finished. Uh, we just fin we we're out here in Oxnard. 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 Yeah. We're uh, got anything to say about I, Oxnard? No, I, I got a, I'm going to be in Biloxi, Mississippi. Yep. Is it what, you know what day? The 27th. It's a say. Saturday? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Biloxi. Oh, God. I'm in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, uh, at a casino. So anybody out there in Biloxi, uh, come on out to see me. I think there's a, an air, like an Air Force base or something out there. Yeah, so you might see. That's what I'm saying. And that's a casino, so that might not be as Mississippi as Mississippi. <laughs> I'm Mississippi. You need, do anybody need a bottle opener? Come on, see me. I'm from Mississippi. <laughs> That's so unfair because she wasn't even in Mississippi when she said that to you. No. Where were oh that she was in uh Raleigh. Yes. <laughs> okay. But after that, uh Aries and I will meet up at Laugh Boston on the 28th and 29th, which is odd because it's a Sunday and Monday, but it's for uh holiday purposes, man. Come on, get out of your house. And uh, I got a feeling uh, a friend of mine is gonna meet us out there. Yeah? Yeah. You can tell me who? Bobby Patterson, kid. <laughs> Bobby Patterson, I'm going to be out there to see you guys. Hot and bastard. Maybe get just something to eat. Something real wicked, kid. Uh, hopefully, uh, you do your performance, Aries, and there's a couple of white broads there uh, who appreciate black cork. You know, I know you niggas' dicks is to die for. Oh, God. Put it down the throat. <laughs> like a thermometer, kid. When was the last time you had a thermometer put in your mouth by your mother? Dude. <laughs> I could have lived without that last part. Um, <laughs> and then you want to give me a little drum roll? Oh, uh, oh, I think I know what this is. On the 10th of December, we will be at Chuckles. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I didn't know that that's what you were going for. I was trying to get you in a good mood with that it. That jaw, you killed it. Boom, 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 boom. <sighs> Chuckles, the 10th through the 12th. Home of the... How much that CD was? Witty. 
Dude, it's also uh, we need to go to we need to go to Stax Records next time we're out there, when we're out there this time. I I got your plane ticket for uh, Chuckles, didn't I? Yeah, I hope. Yeah, yeah, you did. So if I cancel, it's no skin off your back. No, not at all. All right, and you will get your miles back. Uh, listen, uh, but if we go, which I, I feel we are, uh, dude, you guys got to come out and support us out there. You got to you got to be part of this. But uh, we'll go we'll go to Stax. We'll go to Stax Records. That's uh, where, what's what's that known for? Uh, a lot of music that came out of there at that time. Black music? Yeah. Okay. It was, it's supposed oh, Graceland. That's Memphis. Gra- that's, that's Nashville. No, no, that's that's Memphis. Oh, shit. Graceland is out there. But I've never been to Graceland. No. I I, I would go. But uh, last time I, we were out I there. I would go. It was, it was, it was a little, uh, well, last time we were out there, I think it was sold out. Because mm. they only do the tours. Highland. A life is full. I have a leech. And every baby of the night. What's moral in it? Excuse me. How did it my way? That is a great Eddie Murphy. How, how, how long did you laugh as a little kid when you saw that the first time? I just, I, it was, I'm telling you, the delirious holds a special place in my heart. 433 West 34th Street between 9th and 10th Avenue, apartment 12B in New York. I was sitting in our one room studio apartment. We just got our VCR. I remember my dad pulled it out the bag, that yellow box with Eddie Murphy on the cover with the red leather suit. He put that motherfucker in the VCR and the rest is history. Dude, uh, we, when I saw it, saw it with my, 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 my dad. Uh, and uh, he was a big fan of the Honeymooners. Yeah. And when that bit that <sighs> couldn't be done today. None! None! Why don't you fuck me up the ass? Hamana, 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 Wow. Way to go there, Ralphie boy. <laughs> My dad doubled over, laughed. Yeah, Just man. could not handle how funny that yeah, was. Yeah, man. And I never saw him laugh like that. And and I think, I don't know if that had anything to do. Like, I always wanted his approval. Yeah. Uh, he, he was my stepfather, but he, he was my father. I mean, he, he was my, you know, he raised me. And uh, I never could be the dude. I was, I wasn't. His kind. Of, he wanted a football player, an athlete, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I wasn't that dude. What he got was a small refrigerator. I got, but he, when I saw that, that kind of stuff made him laugh, man. I, I think that's deep down oh. something in there with me. Yeah, baby. because that that was a moment like I, I I can never remember him ever laughing as hard as he did. Like tears were coming out of his eyes. Um, a big shout out to Eddie Murphy. I don't think we, you know, I I do say Richard's my my dude, but Eddie has a lot to do with it as well. Um, 17th and 18th of De- 18th, 19th, 17th, 18th, and 19th. There we go. That's the right order. Uh, December, we'll be at Summit City Comedy Club out in Indiana. And that's our first time. Is that your first time being there? It's my first time. Is that Sioux? Is it uh, Fort, fuck. Fort Wayne? Dude, let me tell you. Uh, one time ago, early in my stand up on the road career, I went to Fort Wayne, Indiana. And I think I said this on a podcast. It was the first time I had been to a strip club where the bartender was also the stripper. There were two strippers in the whole joint. Uh, One girl with a couple missing teeth and the bartender was also the stripper and she was 60. Fort Wayne, Indiana, nigga. Uh, There was just an article uh, on social media about, uh, I I think she had been, it was... uh, Hooker that retired after 50 years. Right. Four presidents. Did you see that? On, on no. 
that's one of the places, Fort Wayne, where uh, the the men are real men and the women are real men. Uh, <laughs> I think Burt Bridgewater is from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Before we go on to tell you about our last date, I'm going to give you one good example of what a real man does. A real man jacks off with Icy Hot in one hand and brushes his teeth with Ben Gay in the other. <laughs> okay, and this one we need to promote because this is a good... I think this is... Uh, I'm excited to do this one. Oh, wait, wait, drum roll. Oh, uh, you want the drum yeah. roll for this one? This is I know now, what this now, is. now you're excited. Yes, give me the drum roll. Okay, now I have to do the drum roll? Yeah. New Year's Eve. Me mommy Florida, baby. My Annie. Four, three, two, one. Happy New Year, Miami. And that's going to be the 30th through the 2nd. Obviously, uh, the night, the 31st. Don't get mm. your tickets for the first. If you want to go to the New Year's countdown, don't get your tickets to the first. Get your tickets to the 31st. It turns you know into I mean? the first. It turns into the first. And now this is the first time we'll be back in Miami since the 10 p.m. curfew. Yeah. Last time we were there, Miami and South Beach shut down at 10 p.m. So we are going to be there now. No curfew. Right, and, and that's a little happening area right there. Yeah, well, it, yes. It's but, not as happening as it, where it was before. Right. Um, but there's a lot of bars. and uh, Yeah, I, I really wish they would put a club in the heart of South Beach. That's what the real action is. But, um, damn. And South Beach during the night ain't like South Beach during the day. It's still a party, but the nighttime is when the titties come out. You know, we should we should try. I I think they have something where you go see some of the places where Scarface was shot. Oh, that would be dope. I'd like to go. Yeah, because we're there for we're there for four days. So I think I'm going to stay a day or two afterwards. Let me tell you something. Women, they know they love when you thump the pussy. (laughs) Oh, the fuck? What is that fucking thing? Like a lizard coming out of your mouth, man. You want to make you want to see me make it with that girl? Do your thing, Romeo. Just hang back. Hey, you see that guy right there? He's going to stick his tongue out of that girl. You pig. Psh, fucking bitch. Lesbian. Do you think he, even though when the movie came out, Scarface in theaters wasn't right. a success that they thought it, mm-hmm. they wanted it to be? Was Manolo, the Manolo guy, whatever. Bauer. Do you think he was typecast forever from that? Because I can't see him in anything without seeing yeah, that Yeah, I, I didn't really see him in much after that. Uh, but I'll tell you this. Even without the movie, I'm sure he got a lot of pussy with the movie. I know he had a run. He had to have a run because he was already tall, like as women say, tall, dark, and handsome. The Latin thing, throw that in there with it. He's good looking. Now he's a moot. Now he's the guy from Scarface. Bitches knew when they fucked him, they fucked Manolo. <laughs> He, his pussy game had to be sweet, nigga. That should be another podcast that you do. What? How was your pussy game? And you just bring we have on guests. Yeah, and you just they, and that's it. That's all we talk about. Uh-huh. It's a two minute interview. It's a two minute <laughs> podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please welcome. Uh, I don't know the guy's first name, but something Bauer 
from Scarface. Hey, brother, how are you doing? Good. How much pussy did you get during that run? Oh, man, for like fucking three years, man. I, all I did was fuck. Excellent. Join us next week when we have... <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Uh, who was the to- Tony's sister? The one Manolo. What's her name? I don't know. The sister played the sister. Play the sister. I don't know. Dude, would you? Would you risk your relationship with your boy for her, for her? It would be so hard for me to get past the fact that that's my boy. There's a ninety nine point nine percent chance I wouldn't even go there. But if I did. I would have definitely sat him down and gave him whatever his favorite shit was, cigars, whatever, and 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 explain that to him openly. The way he did it with Tony's temper, that was fucked up. And even Tony regretted it once he realized. Yeah. But he should have sat Tony down and said, "Hey man, this is how I feel." A matter of fact, oh, put the ring in his face first and go, "You see that ring?" I want to marry your sister. Is that her right there? Mary Elizabeth Masterson. How she look? No, that ain't Mary Elizabeth Masterson. Master Tony. Master oh, Tony. Isn't that it? That's how she look now? That's supposed that's to be. That's not bad. Yeah, she looks better now than I think she did then. No, 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 no. You no, liked no. how she looked then? Yeah, over that? Yeah. I wasn't a fan. There she is. That's, that's her. Oh, she was in the abyss. Oh, okay. There she is. Yeah. yeah. Come on, yeah. Watch your mouth. If I want to fuck him, Tony, I'll fuck him. You're not my big brother anymore. Hey, calm down. Take it easy, man. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like it when he says, he takes me to nice places. Oh, uh, he's a nice guy. He knows how to treat a girl. Oh, but take her to the toilet, oh my God. <laughs> how about you, Manolo? You think I'm blind? I see. I see the way you look at me. Hey, look. You're his kid's sister. That's where it goes, and that's where it stays. What are you, afraid of him? Hey, I'm not afraid of anybody. That's not the point here. But do you see how women, do you see that line that she used to get him to cross that line? You're afraid. You're afraid. Women know which button. But I think Manolo was a little afraid. He was, but women know which button to push. To get of course you to, they do. Are you afraid? You saw that he was afraid. Right. You know that he respected right. your brother and that he, was, right. that he had respect respect and was a little fearful of him and then you threw that at him so that he would cross that line you did that to him let's go bitch all right um whoa lazy loyal you love you um social instagram is at l-o-y-a-l-u-w-o-l-o facebook at w-o-l-o gordy the artist's name is whoa and the song is called loyal you love you which is streaming on all platforms enjoy See everybody said they love you. Try on the beat, but how many really love you? You. L will make the beat bounce. Just because they say they love you, that don't mean they love you. There's a fire in their desires. I hope it ain't waterproof. You know, love is just a feeling. Loyalty is an action. Know that. 
Just because they say they love you, that don't mean they love you. You're the fire in their desires. I hope it ain't waterproof. Pay attention to the eyes and the signs warning you. Tryna hide what's inside, do the skies warning you. Just because they say they love you, that don't mean they love you. You're the fire in their desires. I hope it ain't waterproof. Pay attention to the eyes and the signs warning you. Tryna hide what's inside, do the skies warning you. Just because they say they love you, niggas be good pretenders. We're hitting the gym. Acting like they with you and really against you They sit amongst you, eat up all the same spoon When it's time to do the dishes, niggas quick to leave the room When his belly full, he be hella cool But once you touch his back, niggas better move This homie finna attack like you never knew him Before you get a chance to react and he be letting loose It be the one you least respect to turn the iron on you First time you ever tell him no, he get the fine on you he disregard the million times you told him, yeah. All them times you held him down, even help him raise his kid. It's rare. Just when it's genuine, you can't compare. To a nigga out of order with no more rules, doesn't care. So you kill him the first time you feel it in the air. You can see it in his eyes, what's inside. He Just ain't because they say they love you, that don't mean they love you. You're the fire in their desires. I hope it ain't waterproof. Pay attention to the eyes and the signs warning you. Tryna hide what's inside, do the skies warning you. Just because they say they love you, that don't mean they love you. You're the fire in their desires. I hope it ain't.